Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast all about beauty beyond the BS. This week's guest is someone I've wanted to have on for a while now, and it's taken us a few months of organizing, but Ashley Nelson, aka Restroom Rituals, was totally worth the wait. This episode is so good that even my producer, who's also my husband, said it was a pleasure to edit which not only means he didn't have to cut out much, it also means that he actually really enjoyed my conversation with the LA-based content creator. And I fully agree, this was such a fun chat. It was actually one of those kind of chats that you wish you could rewind and have all over again. She kind of kept me smiling for a few good few hours after we spoke. And I really feel like you're probably going to hear from Ashley again on this podcast. Let me know if you already follow Ashley, by the way. And if you don't, go check her out at Restroom Rituals. Much like her Instagram account, I felt that Ashley was and is just a really genuine human. I felt she was just being very real, honest. And I think that's important. I feel when somebody is in the business of content creation, you want to trust them. And it's important for any brands that they work with or just for them to grow any kind of following to kind of harness that trust in people. I feel that she's literally just happens to be someone who wants to share her beauty findings. She gets excited about it. She's honest about it. And the fact that she's only been on Instagram since 2020 actually blows my mind. It seems like she's made to perform and entertain Ashley has been known to make me burst out laughing loud when she's dancing in her kitchen to Celine Dion for one of her self-hype Sundays or whether she's sitting down and reviewing the latest skincare or makeup for a Woman Wednesday. She's definitely someone that's got her formula for Instagram, very organized, certain things on certain days. So I feel that what that does is build up an anticipation for her audience. I feel that she was born to entertain. And during this chat, I definitely find out how she developed this comfort in front of the camera, shall we say. I also learned how she developed a passion for beauty at a really young age. And I put her through a really quick fire product round. She doesn't actually manage to answer all the questions, but um, as you'll learn, Ashley's tried a lot of things. I hope you love this. Tell me, what's a typical morning from when you open your eyes? Tell me everything. It's so different. Every day, I am not a creature of habit. I'm a creature of I'm on the, I'm on the defense a lot (laughs) in life. Like we're not, we're not, we're not like on offense very much. So we're like, did we wake up on time? Where am I supposed to be today? How much time do I have? And will I adhere to any of the the rules I just made up in my mind? (laughs) So normally I I have a full-time job. So I go into work um, half of the week and then half the week I'm working from home, which is lovely. Um, but the weeks, I will say that my day starts early. I try to wake up between five 30 and six. Um, yeah, not my favorite, not a morning person either. I hate this about myself, but I'm going to say it. I open social media right when I wake up. It's so bad. It is the worst thing to do, but I don't know why, but it's like, it's almost like a comfort now for me, it's like, what are my friends doing? What did my friends do overnight? And what did my friends tell me overnight? Not necessarily the best way. So no judgment. Do it. No judgment. <laughs> I am a leisurely person in the morning. I don't do well rushing. So I need to have adequate amount of time to putz around and make a coffee and stare at the wall for a minute and take a long shower. Like I just, I don't do well. If I rush, I, my whole day feels off. So I've learned that the greatest gift I can give myself is to wake up a little bit too early just to wake up properly. So yeah, so I shower, I shower every day. (laughs) Whoever was wondering. (laughs) Um, You can trust me on that. I do not wash my hair every day. I love a shower. I love a, a long leisurely shower. I then I do my skincare. I have a coffee at some point somewhere in there. 
if my if I'm really on my game, I've had breakfast. If not, it is supplements and a banana, and then I get in my car and have breakfast at work. And then sometimes that's a makeup day, and sometimes it's not. I think everyone at work thinks I'm a little bit insane because either I have like a full eye or it's like, did she put makeup on today? It's not, it's never the same. So have you ever shared what you what your full-time job is? Because I'm racking my brain. I've missed it. I have not. And I'm probably not going to. Um, but I work in, <laughs> it's nothing exciting. I just, I am trying to keep some some separation in my life and boundaries. And I don't, I do, the two don't have anything to do with each other, um, you know? So I work in fa- the fashion industry. I do product development. So um, it's still, it's like, there's nothing to do with beauty, but it's still fun. And I'm still trying products and making things. So I love that. You seem to have this really fresh approach to sharing content, making content, being a creative person. And I feel that maybe it comes from this whole, you see it as separate. I think that's so healthy instead of, I get it. Some people have amassed, you know, tons of followers through sharing every single thing. And I'm not saying you don't ever show emotion or or show reality, but I think it's healthier for you and people will benefit if you take care of yourself before you tell them everything. It's so true. You're, you're, you're only as good as your sanity (laughs) in life. You know what I mean? And so I don't think, I think it's wonderful to show if you're having a bad day or if you're in a not great mood or if things aren't great too. But I also think it's okay to not share anything when you don't have anything. If I don't feel like sharing, I'm not going to share. And it's, I have no obligation to, and no one, I don't, I don't feel like anyone expects that out of me. Sometimes I ghost out for a couple of days, you know, and that's okay because we're all humans and this, we're not like on a, you know, monkeys in a cage, like this is my life and I enjoy sharing it for, for what I, I enjoy sharing what I feel comfortable sharing. So I love that. I love that. I think more people need to do that because you can often see discomfort when people go a bit too far. And I'm like, I think you might want to Real about <laughs> like thank you for letting us in but like I'm okay like I'm okay out here <laughs> I feel like that's a good place to start to discuss why you started because just for the listeners before we started you know getting into this today I was like you know I, I'm a journalist that's my background so of course I'm like looking for Ashley Nelson everywhere and all I could find was pretty much your Instagram obviously you're on TikTok but you're your community, your followers are, it's, it's Instagram. I looked you up on YouTube and I found two videos to do with a, a brand from a couple of mm. years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> that I didn't even post. Like, <laughs> I don't, I've, I've never seen them. <laughs> well, I, you probably I know more about me than me. <laughs> so I saw those and I was like, let me, I always love to find somebody's first Instagram post. And I was like, she started in 2020. Who starts on social media in 2020, like that year? <laughs> and and I think that's when I first found you. And I can't remember what video it was. I'm pretty sure it was Self-Care Sunday where you were having a dance in the kitchen. And I loved it. But for you to go from, I don't know if you had a different account on Instagram before that it was just like normal life. Was it nothing you- before? I do have a personal account, but I yeah. am the least social media person ever. I don't, I, before restroom rituals, I was a person that posted once a year, probably to just let people know I was alive and, <laughs> you know, like all is well, here's what I look like, but I never, I don't like it. I don't, it is not, it does not, I don't find I don't know why. I don't know. It is never, I never liked it as myself on my personal account. I just didn't feel like I had anything to talk about. And also like, there's something about it that feels so vain, you know, like, why do I care about, why does anyone care <laughs> what I'm doing right now? But people, I care. I want to know, I'm so nosy and I want to know what everyone's doing and I want to know what they're wearing. I want to know what they ate for lunch. I want to know if it was good. I want to know, did they go to bed early that night? Like, I want to know these things. So mm-hmm. You kind of, I think I had to get over myself a little bit, but yes, I started restroom rituals in 2020 
very awkwardly. And I had recently lost my job. I, from due to the pandemic, the company I was working for was a startup and they complete the investors pulled out, shut everything down. We all were like shit out of luck the beginning of March, right when, well, it it was the end of March, right when the pandemic was really kicking in. Yeah. And so it was really scary. And I didn't know, I mean, like I said before, I work in the fashion industry. So the state of that industry was very up in the air at that moment. So I had been wanting to do this for years. And my friend, my best friend kept, I mean, probably every quarter, she reminded me, you're going to do that, right? Like you should start something, right? And I had saved that name, Restroom Rituals, two years ago, two years prior to me starting it. Oh. And never did anything with it. I also had so the, the concept bathroom. was there. Concept was there. And I concepted the names like I thought about the bathroom shaman. <laughs> I thought about I can't I can't remember some <laughs> there's there was a few. I'm there's a blush. <laughs> I I thought there's a there's a few, but restroom rituals felt because I also like the play on R and R and just like rest and you know, rest and relaxation. I just liked I liked it. And I do everything in my bathroom anyway. So it just felt on brand for me. Yeah. And then I started it and it kind of turned into something I didn't even, I I don't think I was expecting at all. I just thought I was going to document my, I thought I was just going to be an awkward person online. Just <laughs> like, hey, I tried this face wash. I really like it. <laughs> no, but we why. love awkward. Like awkward yeah. is what's real, you know? Yeah. It, you, you didn't come out saying, I know everything about everything, which is what a lot no. of people do. I'm going to tell you what to buy. And you know, I used to have this segment called unprofessional advice, which I should probably bring back because it's, it's like none of us, there's nothing that grinds my gears more than when people do aren't trained and everyone's experience is so different with product and everyone's skin is so different and diets are different and like geographical locations depend you know there's so many variants that you know affect your skin and your beauty routines that how dare any of us say that like this is it you know like who am I to say that just you're an expert in yourself exactly you're an expert on Ashley exactly I always feel nervous because I think I've been writing about beauty for like 17 years and I'm always like, never, I will never, ever call myself an expert because you're just, you're just not. I'd love to read. I'd love to write. I'd love to try everything. I'm only an expert in what messes up my face because I get hormonal acne. I'm very, I know what works, but unless you've been trained, I will always stick to that. Like dermatologist, you put the, the years in. It's science. Anyone else, I get it. Yeah. You're, you're into it. You're so into skincare. You're so into makeup. You love it. And you been doing it for 10 years but expert I just I know again it's, that's a social media thing I think it is and it's and it's there's I don't know I don't yeah it for it just doesn't feel like something that I people spend money based on what I say and I I take that so seriously and I just I sometimes I get a little bit inside my head about that because I'm like do you love this like, do you really love this? Or are you feeling like you love this today? Because someone's going to go buy this and they're going to be like, Ashley loved it. And then are you going to remember this in a week? You know, and same thing, you know, with skincare, it's like, if I say this really worked for, like, this is the best, you know, I want to make sure that I'm very crystal clear that this is the best for moi, um, not for necessarily everybody else. But yeah, it's, it's all, it's all, it's important to be honest and um, not claim anything that we are not. <laughs> Do you think it's hard for some people to be honest when they've become people who you know make money from recommending things? Yeah, because money comes into play. And I, I think it's, I don't know how I feel about the content creator world and how to, and where it's going to be um, lucrative. And I am really, I'm really thankful to have a separate income so that I, if I make money through Instagram, it's great. It's like a bonus. And I take that money and put it back into restroom rituals and buy more products. But it's, I'm really fortunate to have that separate income, but 
I don't know. I think it's hard to stay honest when your options are really ads. And, you know, it's like if you're trying to do this full time, which I was doing it full time for a period before I found a job, you got to stand on a corner and make some money. Like it's not it's not like it's an easy thing and it's pennies a lot of the time. So I think it's hard. Like, of course, you'd want to only I've been fortunate enough to only have paid advertisements through brands that I had previously already talked about and adored. So that to me would be the most natural way of doing it. But I, how many are, are those like how many opportunities of how many opportunities like that come up frequently enough, you know, to sustain your rent or your mortgage or whatever. So I do think it's hard to be, to maintain that and not for lack of integrity, but just lack of resources. If this brand loves what you do and they offer you five figures or whatever and you get it and you don't like it what are you gonna do what do you say I know it's like and and also if you're trying to do like you're I mean you kind of know what you have to do because you're you're the only your only currency truly is your integrity and to keep people coming back so it's just an awkward and hard situation to be in I can imagine that's never happened to me (laughs) no one's offered (laughs) me that much money (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) I'm so intrigued because obviously you said you'd had the name for a couple of years before and you've been doing it for a couple of years but I want to know like more about you when you were growing up like the beauty angle for you like what was your first memory of beauty being a thing I feel like makeup and hair products are like running through my veins like I feel like they have been a part of me since I can't even remember I don't, I, I don't remember what I do remember is not having enough around me. <laughs> okay. So, so when, yeah, how old? Because like, as when I was little, my mom didn't really wear makeup and I was so bummed about it. So I remember thinking when I was younger, like, why can't she be those moms that wear, I want to like play with makeup. And I had to wait for her best friend to come over and I would take her purse and dump it out and go through all of the blushes and the lipsticks and she had good stuff. She had like the Chanel and, you know, and I was like, wow, this is, I've made it. And so that was probably like four or five, but my mom didn't have, um, she wore little bits of makeup, but she didn't have makeup. Um, and I remember begging for clear mascara because I wasn't allowed to wear it for a certain, you know, like I, (laughs) like stuff like that. And then the moment, I don't think my mom lasted long without me putting, I think it probably lasted until, I mean, I've been dying my hair since I was like seven with temporary colors and things like that. So <laughs> I very early on, I guess is the, the long answer for that. Like a lot of my friends growing up didn't have as much comfort with makeup and beauty, I think as I did. And that always surprised me because I, they always, they always looked beautiful. And I just assumed that everyone felt as comfortable with it as I did. And then I remember friends coming over the older we got and saying, how do I, or should, can I try that? You know, just asking questions and it didn't even dawn on me that not everyone else was as into it as I am or had, or it felt comfortable with it. And a lot of people don't. And it's a, it's a strange thing as a woman, you're meant to own this like femininity. And if it doesn't come naturally to you, there's a part of you that feels like you failed or you're not good at it like you're not good at being feminine and there's no rules in that you know so I think it was I think start I mean now you didn't ask this but starting restroom rituals I think was me wanting to recreate that comfort level with people um so you're doing it together yeah like we're doing this together and you can be there's no rules with femininity. Like there are no, there's no, however you feel expressing that is, is exactly right. And if you don't have to be full drag makeup to feel like you are pretty or that you've put on your face that day, like lip balm is a, is a point of taking care of yourself and feeling put together. So I, I really wanted to, I still do. That is my favorite part of my life is connecting with other you know people who want to indulge in their outward expression through beauty and feel awkward doing it I want to I want to be there every single time in their bathroom with them when they start to feel like oh god did I do that right 
does this look silly? Like, I want to be there and be like, it doesn't. Let's ju- let's just rub that in. And it's a vibe, you know, we can get there. And it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to feel, you know, anything but fun. And it comes off. That's why I always say to people, it comes off anyway. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just a form of play, you know, grown up play. But exactly. I still, I'm still wondering where it came from because you were, you mentioned the words like comfort. And so you're playing around four and five. You say, you know, your mom wasn't into makeup. Were you, was it some things that you were watching? Like, what were you seeing that kind of made you curious? Was it TV? Was it a particular person? It must have. But I I also think I was like, I think I'm, I love theater. I was really into theater. So there could have been something from that. I did sports I did like improv when I was younger I did like theater when I was younger so I think I loved I I this was like now in middle school or elementary even and I learned about stage makeup and that blew my mind like blew so were you rocking it like that's more than a full beat (laughs) I could not I was like this is this is an art form that I have to someone has to put on me at some point like the fact that I could the contour literally for the back row blew my mind. Um, so yeah, maybe that had something to do with it. But this now that, cause I was going to move on to like, what made you so comfortable about, you know, sharing your dances. And now I'm like, <laughs> okay, she said she was into performing arts. I get it <laughs> because it just interests me because you said, you know, you, you weren't a big fan of social media, but yet, you've taken to it so well I think it's because I'm restroom rituals now and I think my I I I think we all can be there's something that we all don't want our our old life has got so much baggage potentially with it or insecurities or stories and like you know if we're just talking about Instagram how many people follow you that you don't ever talk to anymore like from your like college years from your first internship from your like your work you know it's awkward there's like a there's like a there's like a framework of of things that you're allowed to talk about on there on your personal account knowing that you have a trail of people behind you following you that you're like hey why did I do like what am I doing you know but with restroom rituals I could clean slate and pick every single person like this is who I am and this is who I'm presenting as this is who I this is truly who I am. And no one needs to know anything else about me. You know what I mean? And I also don't have to include anyone else I don't want to include um, along this journey. So, and everyone who is here, who's a part of Restroom Rituals is here for a good time. You know, like they are here for a good time and they want to, they want to get weird. They want to dance. They want to do awkward things and they want to get really comfortable in their skin. And I'm just thankful. I think it's just easier because I created that audience. And so there, it doesn't, I never feel embarrassed. I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, it does. It, but I, in my head, I was kind of flipping it. I was like, so let's say a lot of celebrities or certain influencers that I have met myself, they might create an alter ego to like get through the performance. But it almost seems like you channel, because I feel like you're real, you know, through, through this Zoom, <laughs> I do feel you can tell. So I feel like it's almost like the reverse. <laughs> yeah. You're giving us no. who you really are, but you're not giving us everything. It's I think you I never thought about that until right now that it probably it is it is who I am. I I don't think I've ever changed. I just think there's a there's an insecurity that we all feel about presenting yourself to like, I don't know. It's just it's I don't know. It's it's this faceless people. It's like but before Instagram, what were we doing? What were we doing? Yeah. And, you know, especially for you, you weren't really doing much on it. it. Yeah. So you just get on with life. But now it's like, I'm doing this today. Hi, everybody. Look at me doing this. Look at me in my kitchen. Look at my husband. Look, you know, but yeah, you just seem so natural with it. And I think that is why you've built the following, you know, in a couple of years is like 13,000 or something. Yeah. I I still Um, like, I still can't believe that there's 13,000 people that would even care. Um, It blows my mind. It blows my mind that even you want to talk to me. Like I still like, like things like this just still blow my mind that I'm like, said who, like, who am I 
to even, you know, like who cares? Um, it just it a real just, person. Yeah, you have amazing I, skin, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I found you during the pandemic. I feel like, I mean, last week my episode, this week's episode, is all about a lot of it's about Instagram. I'm talking to a creator who had concerns that it's you know virtual influencers and stuff and I feel that I listened to it and it resonated with me a lot like okay. when you were talking about the before and afters like how would you do before and after for virtual like, like, like for real for real like you you have to suspend your suspend that whole but I know that's not a real person I know that's not a real person and then go and then go buy it like at least you're a real person and you, you I just I mean it's the truest form of capitalism in that sense. Do you know what I mean? Because it's it really is. It's and, going and, all the way there. It's yeah. You know. When you guys are talking about it, it's basically QVC. You know, it's turning into yes, like the shopping on, network. Really, yeah. But they're going to push live shopping, and you would be great for that. Let's be real. I would. I'd be, you would be great I would for be, that because you're honest. Uh, you're you you have that liveliness about you, and like I said, I would never begrudge anybody making more money from this platform at all it's just I guess it's like a weird old time to it's so weird and it makes me sad a little bit because it's like you don't want to I I know it sound maybe I'm just too old but like I really like Instagram I know it's like not everyone's favorite right now but I really like it I've always liked it and I'm never going to, I try with TikTok, but I'm like, I'm just not that girl. It's just not going to happen for me. I'm not, you know, it's like, I, isn't I like, that funny though? Cause your videos are so well done uh-huh. and you have a look to your videos and stuff. So I think I always thought you'd easily translate because. Well, I'm going to try never say never. I can't think about it too much. You know what I mean? Like how you're going to be received on any of these platforms, because the moment you do, you get in your head and the next thing you know, you're tailoring yourself to fit something that isn't you. And then you lose. I've done it. Like I know when I've done it and I felt I'm not proud of what I'm putting out. I don't like what I'm putting out. I don't get excited about it. And when I am excited about it, it's like, I want to, if I film a bunch of stuff, I do it like a batch, you know, over a weekend. I like it so much that I want to put it all out in one day. I'm like, I just want to do it. I just want to post like 10 things today because that's how excited I get and I should have that feeling you know regardless of whatever whatever platform it goes on I I want to feel that way so I have had to like again because I have a separate income I am I can I can kind of put my head in the sand a little bit about this stuff but also it is frustrating because it's it's like I I don't I want to be able to do this full-time someday you know I would love to have this be my sole income and I'm kind of just sitting on the sidelines watching to see what, how everything kind of trans like unfolds to see like when I could like jump in full time and how I could do that and how much money I would need to have saved <laughs> yeah. just in case. <laughs> what would you say have been the biggest challenges since you have started Restroom Rituals? Has there been any down moments for you? Because you did start during the pandemic, which is quite a challenging time in itself. Um, have there been any like, tough times for you or have you just found it very comforting everyone really welcoming kind of thing I've been very fortunate with my audience and I have only had really truly like-minded people follow me so I've not I was I was I was afraid of people saying mean things I was and I was afraid of like what how I was I was afraid of how I would react because I think I'm so confident and strong, but I'm like, are you (laughs) like, what if someone says something nasty to you? Like, what are you going to, like, I was afraid of that. And that's, that's going to happen. And I know that'll happen, but it has not happened yet. The pandemic restroom rituals got me through it. It was a joy and an honor to do it full time for, I did it full time for a full year and it was the best year of my life. So while the world was falling apart, I also was like, having the time of my life in my bathroom. So I'm forever grateful for that moment. Um, I think the harder times have come around more recently in the sense of like, am I growing enough? Am I Mm. like, you start to like, once you take yourself seriously, you kind of judge yourself in a different way. And it's a fine line of like holding myself. I should take, I need to take myself seriously because I, what I do is valuable and I need to treat it as such, 
but also it's like, then you kind of treat yourself like a business and you're like, am I doing it? Am I growing enough? Am I doing it right? You know, and, and so much of this, like the dirty word algorithm, you know, it's like, do we, am, am I in it? Like, am I, are people, <laughs> are people, That's, I mean, you've got a good sense of being in it, you know, but white, just blonde, never... but <laughs> you just, you just never know though, because like so many people I, I know just like get in some, like they get shown on that weird page. And then next thing you know, they have like a bajillion followers and you, there's no real rhyme or reason. No. You can't, and there's no it? recipe. I think some no. people think there is a recipe. Bless them. They're like, if I post three times a day, like Gary Vee told me, and if I do this and I do that, you know, a minute ago when you said, sometimes I'll batch content, I want to put it all out. Have you ever done that and felt like, oh man, that that didn't that didn't do as well as I thought it would. I really oh like that. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many times where I put stuff out and I'm like, oh, I'm going to, kill this like this is it this is going viral like oh uh, like everybody on my day is booked I have I'm going viral today and it literally it's like crickets crickets out there so and then you're like was it the wrong time of day like was it like the wrong day and you just I you have to like move on like it's like I if I'm doing this for truly why I'm doing this which is for myself and for the audience that I have, I know it sounds cheesy, but people say this all the time in contemplation, like do it for that one person. Like mm. that, like the, the 13,000 plus people that follow me, it, I think of them as like one person, you mm. know, and it's just me and that one person vibing and having a good laugh and like talking about stuff we care about. Um, and, and just leaving it alone. <laughs> like the, That's the what my husband like, tells me with the podcast. He's like, just talk to that one person. Like, just, I hope it's not just one person. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I want it to be a couple hundred thousand people, but you know, like it, and I, I think it, I think if you talk to that one person authentically, the, the greatest power I have noticed is like when people who really like you, who aren't content creators, who aren't, who are just absorbers and receivers of when they start sharing you with their friends, you go, it's like the most, wonderful followers I get you know like they invest they they interact with your posts like they they we are friends like and on through dm and I don't know I always feel like if I just worry about them I'm fine and also we're having a laugh the whole time we're doing it so (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah I have definitely lost lost some confidence in that realm before But again, I love that you're saying that, you know, because I get it. It's like, you know, my husband will make videos for me and I'll be like, this is so good. And it's just like, no, you're you're convinced. You're like, man, I really did something with this one. Like you got all the funny stuff and and it's like, like, you just got to blame it on the algorithm and just like. Yeah, we all do. That's what we're, I think they gave us that word just so that we have something to like, it's like, we all need you know, in every friend group, you have to have one person you have to like complain about. And if that person leaves, what are you all going to talk about? You know, like, or that family member, like the algorithm is that, is that drunk uncle that we don't want to talk about that we have to invite everywhere. And, you know, blame it on the algorithm. And also I like, (laughs) I I low key, I love when your last, um, in the last podcast I listened to, it was Gina, right? I think was her name. Mm -hmm. When you guys were, um, talking about everyone says online it's like oh and the algorithm is hiding my like oh and blaming blaming the algorithm and I'm like it does get I never it gets a little bit yeah you're like it's okay we don't need to talk about it we don't need like we don't need to like complain about it I know because then I'm like they're listening the you know (laughs) the plural algorithms or whatever that is they're all listening yeah you just gotta do it for you and you know that's what she said she's like and I love that she said, I started a business so that I could enjoy my community. Yeah. Like I made, I make money so that I have, I'm able to do that. And I think you've got the same thing. You've got the yeah. job, even though obviously you did this full time during the, the height of the pandemic. I feel that's again, it will, it's probably what keeps you able to be honest and open because it's not your bread and butter and. And I'm not worried about what brands are looking and thinking of me in case that could be a potential, you know, 
option for them. It, yeah, it, it makes it feels like I have full autonomy over what I do. Tell me, are there any brands? I mean, I, I see certain brands that pop up more often than others on your feed, but tell me, like, is there a you know a killer brand for you that's like if they if they approach me, I would feel like, yeah, I, I'm really seen. Oh, that is a hard one. That's a really hard one. Danessa Myricks is already, I'm a Danessa Myricks angel. So I feel like I have checked that box and I think that would probably be the one. Um, if I, she's amazing. She's, she's, a, she is a gift, a gift to this earth and to this community. A lot of my really, the brands I feel really um, strong about are smaller. And so I do feel like I do have some sort of connection with them already. You know what I mean? Like, I feel I would, I mean, God, I would love to have a Gucci ad, like forget about it. If that ever came knocking at my door, I would never be like, oh, I'm busy that day. But I, but you know, other than that, I, I feel like I'd love to work with phytosurgeons, but I feel like that'll happen someday. They're just, you yes, know, love them. love them dearly. I love Tower 28. I feel like that would happen. So I don't feel like that would be wildly off base for me to ask or whatever. I don't know if there is a br- one brand that I would feel some sort of type of way. I, I feel like I, I love them all. Just um, to let anyone else that's listening that is a creator, would you say that you do a lot of pitching or are you at the stage where you don't need to pitch at all? I don't, I've never pitched. If you were to pitch, does that, what does that make you feel? <laughs> you can't see my face, but I'm gagging right now. I'm like, Ugh. I don't know. I know it's like, I have to get over it. Hi, Tower 28. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I have a video please um I know it's completely normal and part of the quote-unquote job and it is there's nothing wrong with it I in fact it's there's everything right with it it's I'm I just I can't even ask brands to send me PR and I'm gonna go to be honest as for right or wrong I'm gonna go as long as I can without pitching myself (laughs) until until that day comes. Um, and I mean, I'm a huge fan of Indie Lee, the skincare brand, and they are they have been so supportive of me. And I have never had to pitch them, but they've now come back to me twice asking for like to work with each other. You know, and so I feel like I would rather have organic interactions like that where it just felt right. And also I feel like I want to get to know the brands because you know, you never know someone you're you're representing them when you're putting when you're putting their products on and talking about it and I like to have a rapport you know with a brand before I ever got in bed with them you know what I mean it's like this is that's what I need to let because I'm really grateful like this past year so many brands have approached me and I've just let them know from the get-go um, you know, my tagline is beauty beyond the BS. It's always going to be like, I will tell the truth and hopefully my guests will tell the truth. And because of that, I don't want, I'm not interested in beauty brand sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle and other stuff is a different matter. Yeah, lifestyle, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, like Gucci pajamas. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Homeware. <laughs> you know, we're going to move exactly. house soon, a kitchen. But, um, and I'm, I'm so grateful because it means like I'm being seen more and I always have to say to them, I made up this whole new segment called Meet the Founder. I'm like, I feel comfortable putting you here because then it is what it is. Everyone that tunes in knows. Everyone that tunes in might even want to start their own business. So it just makes more sense to do it that way. But there's also like, well, let's let's talk a little first. Let's get to know each other a little first. Yeah. Or it, like, let me try your products first. And then I'll be like, okay, I get this. And then I get you. Do you know what I mean? It's like a rapport is so important because You're then- dating. You're dating all these people. really are. Yeah, especially with products. How many products have you tried and loved in the beginning? And then like a week later, you're like, I don't know what I was on that day, but this is horrible. Or vice versa, where you hated something and loved it a week later, Uh, you know, or even a month later. I mean, like, I, I, that's why with makeup, especially, you just never know. But um, yeah, it's, it's hard. First impressions are hard. And it's also, like I said, I think there is something about that organic, connection in this like forced world that we live in on the beauty community because <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes you feel like gotta be pitching gotta always be like getting the next gig and I'm more like 
because I'm a photographer as well I'd rather someone saw my work and they're like I would love to book you than me That's setting a exactly. goal to email five people every day for two months I am a brand like I am a brand and I can add value to your brand so like you should probably want to connect with this brand to help your brand yeah. and and I do I do think people who find me valuable well, a I think are cool <laughs> but <laughs> But it, it's like, if I, if you see the value in what I do, I don't, I shouldn't have to, I don't know, maybe that's an ego thing too, but like, yeah, I shouldn't have to sell myself necessarily. Mm-hmm. And if I, again, it's because I have a separate income. If I did not have a separate income, I'd be selling myself, believe you me, dead left, right and center. But, but I don't have to do that. So I can be particular right now. And I'm going to be mm-hmm. particular. <laughs> I have to ask you what you're wearing today, because just to let the audience know when I, I sent you a DM an hour before, like, morning, Ashley. And you're like, not going to be a full beak. So I'm going to the pool afterwards. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I'm just, you, you look like I lied to a full ish beak to me. I, I you got fully, eyeshadow I, one. I fully lied to you because I was like, oh, she's putting makeup on. And like, the last podcast I did with Rachel Rose from Lipstick Bitties, Lipstick Bitties. I did her dirty because it was for Halloween. And and I said I was going to come in costume and then I didn't have time and she came in costume and I did not. And I, so it, the LOLs that we both had when we saw each other on camera was, was quite good. But, um, I, so I was like, I can't come in with my beach outfit, you know, and you're going to be in like, have pretty makeup on. I was like, we gotta, I'm not going to do this again. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I understand the assignment and I'm going to participate. There you okay. go. <laughs> so talk me through what's on your face because like I said, I was prepared for like a naked face. And I always yep. just love you always make something of your eyes. You've got like this gold moment going on. Love the I, blush. Let's see if I can remember. I have on, I'm tried the it cosmetics. This is based now. The it cosmetics, the no more red or something that like it's like a cream foundation in a pot. I I have tried it twice. So far, I think I like it. Um, I have that on. I have the new Charlotte Tilbury bronzer, which I'm thinking I'm loving. I'm not. It's mm-hmm. a little warm for me, but I think I like it because it does stay. I have on Phytosurgeon's blush with the Danessa Myricks Flirty Do It palette. I have on this CoverGirl powder eyeshadow that I'm obsessed with it's their exhibitionist line and it's in the shade poppin and if you can find it buy it not it in is the like UK a, oh really we don't have cover girl here. I buy only buy cover girl when I come to the states it's I don't get it while well, we don't have it here I would I assume it's like a Rimmel or a Revlon like everyone has it no. oh no we've got well, Maybelline I, so <laughs> I won't talk okay if you're if you are in the U.S. you should definitely get it um what else do I want I have bodyography the glitter i cannot remember what the glitter name is but i think it's one that's the bubbly no this one's like champagne-y it actually it didn't look good when i first put on together because the colors weren't right and i was like oh it's really and then i blended and it was fine (laughs) i was like that was a bad choice when i first put it on (laughs) but now i'm into it and i just had some liner and some mascara i love it so i because we're talking products i feel like i can put you through a quick fire round Oh, okay, let's do it. Okay. Favorite brow product? I hate brows. I hate my brows. I hate brows. I hate doing my brows. So I, I literally loathe doing my brows. I But I do love the Kosas Airbrow. Or the whatever that Kosas, um, I think it's called Airbrow. But it's the What's gel. It like? with a little, it's got gel and it's got, fi- it's like a pomade. But it, uh, you know, it comes in a tube. It's got yeah. little fibers in it. Um, I like it. For someone who doesn't like doing their brows and just wants something so you don't look like you have no, none, but you also don't want to like fill anyone in. I only know how to do a block brow. That's literally, I am not, I have no other talents in life. I only know how to do like the Anastasia Beverly Hills, like perfectly chiseled. <laughs> like that is literally. I remember perfect. that. Oh my God. That's gosh. all I know what how to do. What are we doing? It's like thick. That's all dense. I know how to do. Is to fill it okay. in, draw it and fill it in. So if you okay. want a fluffy brow, I'm not your girl. And I, I'm hoping someday someone can teach me how to do it. So there, there's your quick fire answer. Okay. Thank you for that quick answer. Okay. <laughs> Mascara. Rare Beauty or um, Millions, L'Oreal Millions. 
I like millions. I love, I, I don't know if you know this, but I have, a, I did mascara gate, still do it, but where I tried every drugstore mascara, I swear on my life. And they millions beat out everyone. And it's, it's just, so it's, you know, mascara is so personal. So not everyone loved it, but I think it's one of the best drugstore mascaras you can get hands down. Okay. Blush. Don't you dare <laughs> ask me that question. I have to because Don't you, you are. Dare. I love every, there's not a blush I have not, I have met that I didn't like, if I'm being honest with you. I, I, I love the Tower 28 blushes. I love the Phytosurgeon's blushes. I love, I'm loving the Make Beauty blushes, the gel tints. I love Danessa Myrick's cream palettes. Oh, I need to get that. It's the best. It is that. such a beautiful palette. The, her do it, her do it, her do it ones. The flirty one is so good. It's so good. And the old school ones that she used to sell, I think she still does sell them, but it's like the quad of like 12, the little baby ones. Oh, and really? I'm, obs- I have one, I have the one in the feminist colorway and it's amazing. It's amazing. I need it, but I'm going through a bit of a weird time with blush. I bleached my hair blonde two weeks ago. It looks so like good. Blush, looks, blush doesn't suit me anymore. Yes, it does. I'm not it, wearing it. I'm I literally just not. wearing bronzer. I I look like a doll. I just can't do it right anymore. Maybe that's the thing is I like that look. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to have bleached blonde hair too. And I I love, I think maybe I like that like a little bit caricature look of like a blushy che- I love that yeah but well, you've got great cheeks anyway oh thank you love your cheeks <laughs> lipstick okay the new half magic mouth cloud oh. I swear to god I don't know what Diane Davy did with that product but it is phenomenal it is so good it is one of my I I just am obsessed with it and I don't really from being completely honest with myself I don't wear a ton of lipstick I wear balms because I don't I do not find it entertaining for me to reapply during the day. I just find it fussy and I'm just not that girl, but for an event for sure. But just like daily life, I'm like a lip oil or a lip balm, but those lipsticks stay and they are such nice colors. They are just, it's such unique oh, that magic colors. brownie one looks so. Oh my God. It's gorgeous. I don't like, I did not think I was a brown lipstick person. I don't, I think I, I just don't think it washes me out. It's not my vibe. I literally am like, I'm a brown lipstick person now for life. It looks so good. It's I so saw good. when you swatched them all, like, they just look so good. But I haven't tried anything yet. So I'm just like, do I do it? Do I pay the shipping costs? Because, you know, I know the best the US brands is always like a, a chunk on top. And I'm like, that's the price of a lipstick. I know. <laughs> but I need to do it because Donnie is amazing. Like, She's amazing. the coolest. She's actually She's changed the coolest. Makeup. Yes. And her protein makeup is so cool to me. She's so nonchalant about being extra. And it's like, it's not it about hiding like, anything. No, it's so, I just, I just adore it. I think she is onto something and I, I'm so, she's so refreshing to me. I need to get her on the podcast. I've been trying Donnie, as you might, might know from your DMs. I have been trying. Donnie, <laughs> this is your sign. If you're listening to this, Donnie. <laughs> Okay, favorite base. I'm so hard. At, I'm the worst person for this. I think it's because you try everything. I kind of I know. Do. I love to say <laughs> flip tint. I love the Tower 28 Sunny Days. I love the Rose Ink Concealer, and I use that sometimes as my base. Like I just dot it around and blend it. I love the Sage Glowy Super Gel, but that's not a base, that's like a glow. I don't it's so hard for me to pick one because I literally every day do something different every day I think I'm like do I do I even want a base today or am I just doing base or do I want to look dewy or where am I going I love the new Janessa Myrick's the blurring um her cream to powder balm to powder balm it's yummy but it's not it's not it's yummy skin but it's the one that comes in the it looks like a little disc and you screw it off that stuff is beautiful. And if you have a, if you, when I like have to go into the office, I put that on my T-zone and I still feel it, like the powderiness of it throughout the day. Like at six o'clock, I'll still feel it on my skin. I mean, Janessa does not come for a short time. Janessa is here for the rest of your life. You put her on your face and you're married to whatever you mm. just put on. Like mm. if you need Bomb to- contour. Uh, bomb contour. Don't get me started. That is one of the Where best- Where was this? <laughs> 
It's so good. And color tricks, don't get me started. Oh, I have a few, but I I need more. I, I need probably more. Have and like what I love three. is that she's a photographer as well. Like, I'm like, I want to be. We all do. <laughs> we all do the part of us that all want to be Janessa. Because yeah, she seems so, she's somebody else I've been trying to get on. She just seems like she just cares so much. And she just happens to be this amazing makeup artist and photographer you know she's just a, she just seems like the nicest sweetest person she um, met when we first joined we all got on when we first got picked for for angels mm-hmm. I got to have a one-on-one with her zoom I mean can you, I just she went and did that with everyone like you got to sign up and just the fact that she made herself available to just have a chat and she knows you and she remembers things about you and she remembers like, you know, conversations you've had and she just, she's a really wonderful human. There's my little love note to her. <laughs> mm, I'll make sure she hears it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Final question. When do you feel the most you? The most me is when I'm making people laugh. I think. Or like when we're having a giggle, I think I feel the most me, if if I'm being completely honest with myself, when I'm entertaining in some capacity, like when I'm, when I'm giving somebody like, whether it's just me and my friends, but like, if I'm telling a story or, you know, if I said a joke that landed really well and I got, (laughs) I got her laughing when I feel the most beautiful, honestly, is when I'm having like a really good skin day. Like when I don't have to put makeup on when I'm feeling myself and I have maybe a bit of a tan <laughs> and you know like that that summery vibe where you're, and your hair's just right and you didn't you know sometimes when your hair just like falls naturally the way ra- the way you wanted it to and your skin just is in the way that you want it to I feel so proud of all of the hard work I have put in to my skincare and to my <laughs> the care of myself that I'm like my god like you have yourself to thank for that and you are beautiful so yeah probably then thank you so much for listening what did you think of ashley if you followed restroom rituals before have you learned something new and if you're brand new to ashley will you be following her after you finish this episode i personally love chatting with her and like i said at the beginning i think she's going to be back If you did enjoy this episode, please take a second to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen, because it really, really helps. Feel free to DM me your thoughts over at Beauty Me Podcast. And of course, check out Restroom Rituals. See you next time.